Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Today we have a very special episode because we're going to dig into some 2024 polling that really reveals a lot about where the culture's at on the abortion issue right now. This is the 2024 Knights of Columbus Marist poll. This poll has a lot of stuff in it that I think you're going to find very unsettling, but it's stuff that we have to look at because if we're going to address these issues and look at the cultural impact and cultural direction of the abortion issue in the United States right now. We really have to rely upon this type of polling to a great extent. And this is polling that I think we can find a lot of trust in uh, because of the source of who's doing it. So, you know, sometimes you have a poll and you look at immediately who commissioned the poll. And uh, that tells you a lot about where that poll direction may be going. But this poll right here, it's been done for many years. The 2024 Knights of Columbus Marist poll uh, was released on January 17th of 20. 24. And the huge takeaway from this poll is that 66% of Americans support placing legal limits on abortion, of nearly 6 in 10 supporting limiting abortions. But here's the problem to the first three months of pregnancy. And we're going to talk about that as we get into this poll. The survey was conducted by the Marist Poll and commissioned annually by the Knights of Columbus. I knew they'd been doing it for a long time, but it's an annual thing. It also found that 83% of Americans support pregnancy resource centers. You have to wonder who wouldn't, but <laughs> there you go. Uh, we're going to talk about that as well. The poll found that two-thirds of Americans believe healthcare professionals with religious objections to abortions should not be legally required to do the abortions and be involved with them. Now, 86% of respondents, and here's the huge takeaway, I, I think the biggest point of this entire poll, are believe that laws can protect both the mother and her unborn child. That's a huge, that's a huge area of opportunity that we have to pay attention to with that. So uh, just a little bit about the methodology and then we'll dive into some of the specific results on it. This was a survey of 1,371 adults. It was conducted from January 8th through January 9th of 2024 by the Marist Poll and it was in sponsorship, partnership with the Knights of Columbus. Now the survey questions were available in English or Spanish. There were phone and online samples that were selected to ensure that each region was represented in proportion to its adult population. The samples were then combined and balanced to reflect the 2022 American Community Survey five-year estimates for age, gender, income, race, and region. Don't understand all of that, but this is the way they're doing it, and this tells me that uh, they're doing the poll scientifically and not just throwing darts and seeing what comes as a result. The results are statistically significant within plus or minus 3.6 percentage points, there were 1,254 registered voters amongst these 1,371 results. So that's kind of the background of this whole thing. So why don't we just dive into it? I've got it just sitting here on my desk right now. So why don't we just talk through it as we go through it and see what we find with it. The first big page that you're going to find in this report, and actually uh, we'll have this posted online in our blog section at lovetimes2.org. So you can check it out, download it for yourself, uh, see all of the results and, and analyze them and make up your own mind uh, what you think it's saying. But when we look at the first major portion on this, whether individuals who respond to this identified as pro-life or pro-choice, that's the terminology that's using that's poll. So that's what you're going to hear me say, but uh, that's what was asked. Do you identify as pro-life or pro-choice? So here in 2024, according to this poll, it shows that there were 58 
50% of respondents who identified as pro-choice and 40% who responded as pro-life. So that's an 18% differential between pro-choice and pro-life. That's a drop in the gap actually from 2023 when it was 61% pro-choice and 39% pro-life, which was a 22% differential. So it's moved four points into pro-life direction. Now, that possibly could indicate that we're seeing a reset to a new normal following the 2022 Dobbs decision that overturned Roe versus Wade. There typically uh, is a period of time after a major Supreme Court decision like we had with Dobbs, in which there's a reaction against the decision. Don't know why, but Americans typically have followed a pattern throughout history in which they tend to punish the disruptors of the status quo. That's the best way I could put it. So then you have the media overreaction to it and uh, so many other things going on. But in 2023, that differential between Those who identified as pro-choice and pro-life was 22%. That's dropped to 18% in 2024. Uh, It's interesting that when you look at this, and I really do hope that you download this and take a look at it yourself, because they've charted since 2009 how people have responded to this question. Are you self-identified as pro-choice or do you identify as pro-life? The only time since 2009 where it was exactly the same 47 versus 47 was in February of 2019. Now, I found that intriguing because in January of 2019, that gap was 55% identifying as pro-choice and 38% identifying as pro-life. But then one month later, they're both identifying as 47%. So naturally being curious about this, I just went online and and typed in abortion February 2019, because when you see something like that happen, that big of a swing happening within a one month period of time, something big was going on. And actually, there were two big things that went on. One actually happened towards the end of January 2019. So remember, it was 55% identified pro-choice, 38% identified pro-life. But at the end of January uh, of 2019, New York passed a law that basically said it doesn't matter what the Supreme Court does with Roe versus Wade. New York was going to keep abortion legal for the full nine months of pregnancy. They had a huge celebration about it. It was one of these spike the football in your face moments from the New York legislature and governor to the rest of the country to say New York is going to be all about abortion. Uh, and so that obviously was a trigger that started to lessen the gap. And then in February of 2019, the U.S. Congress was having the debate on the Born Alive Infants Protection Act. That's legislation to protect babies who are actually born alive as a result of an abortion to say those babies must receive medical care and compassionate, humane care. And that was going through the legislature in 2019. So you had those two big things. You had New York's law and you had the Born Alive Infants Protection Act colliding. It led to a huge drop in support for abortion in February of 2019. So what this shows is that uh, new cycles can have a huge impact and that late-term abortion discussions or abortion survivor 
discussions, I guess I should say. They also have a huge, huge impact, but I also have to think just the in your face attitude of New York and the way that the media played it up and, and so forth. The, the American public apparently that they found that repelling. So anyways, that's very fascinating when you look at that on the whole chart of self identification as pro life versus pro-choice. So now we're going to move into restrictions on abortion and what this poll found, again, in 2024. And when you look at the restrictions on it, it breaks down to 29% of Americans, 29% of respondents to this poll. Always forget to throw that in, but (laughs) there it is. Respondents to the poll, 29% said abortion should be legal anytime during the entire pregnancy. 13% said abortion should be allowed only during the first six months of pregnancy. Uh, And then you get to the big gap or the big group of 58%. And that's really the group that's quoted as the main point of this poll. But 58% of respondents said that either abortion should be allowed only during the first three months of pregnancy, that's 18%, or they said abortion should only be allowed for the cases of rape, incest, or to save the life of the mother, that's 22%, or those who said abortion should be allowed only to save the life of the mother, that's 9%, and then down to 9% who said abortion should never be permitted under any circumstance. So I know when you look at this, and even they're lumped together here, saying, hey, the majority of Americans support some type of restrictions, let's be honest about it. The eight percent that's included here that say abortion should be allowed anytime during the first three months of pregnancy. I don't have the exact stat for what that is nationwide, but my guess is that's well over 90% of abortions uh, are going to happen during that time, especially with the rise of chemical abortifacients, uh, well over 90%. There's not much to shout about in that, honestly, when you look at that poll. So we can try and spin it any way we want to and say, hey, this number of Americans support restrictions on abortion. Uh, you take that 18% that supports over 90% of abortions that are happening, and that isn't a very positive thing uh, to hang our hat on. Now, when we look at restrictions on abortion and where that's trending, when we take all of that data that I just discussed, and this poll takes it all the way back to 2009, the breakdown is not very not very uh, uh, uplifting as well. In fact, when you Look at the data that's on here on the restrictions, uh, where you see as a trend, the restrictions between people who say at most abortion should be within the first three months uh, compared to those who say any time at all or six months, that gap is 58% to 42%. That's only a 16 percentage point gap. And in comparison, take that back to 2009 when 86% of Americans said that at most restrictions should be in the first three months, or I guess I should say if abortion is allowed at most, it should be allowed within the first three months versus 14% who said that abortion should be available anytime or at most six months of a restriction on it. So you look at 86% versus 14%, that was a 72% gap in differences on the respondents to this poll, and that's plummeted down to 58% versus 42%. That is a major, major gap, and it should be alarming uh, because what we're seeing clearly on this is that, in fact, as you look at it, the lines from that big separation point in May 2009 are just coming down and completely just moving closer and closer together, except for spikes in different years. For example, 
February of 2019. We've already talked about that. Uh, suddenly, it spiked back up. 80% of Americans said uh, abortion at most should only be legal within the first three months. And then you take that all the way down and to where we're at now at 58 to 42%. And they're both heading on a collision course. So the collision course uh, is really heading for somewhere around a general tie, if you will, in polling between Americans who think abortion should be completely unrestricted or maybe some restrictions at six months versus those who would say uh, abortion should be available, but no more than three months. And this is why, this is exactly why, frankly, this is why you're hearing so much in the news about a 15-week abortion ban and, and that being thrown about and so forth. There are those who are looking at it and instead of operating on principle, they're operating operating on pragmatism, and they're looking at where is the sweet spot potentially with all of this. Well, there is no sweet spot. If we're going to arrive at some place where we start to talk about the pragmatic polling of where is abortion acceptable versus talking about everyone deserves a chance to be born because everyone is created in the image of God. This part of this poll right here tells me we're losing that discussion. Hate to say it, but we're losing that discussion when we see that gap narrowing. And again, with the rise of chemical abortifacients, that's going to become increasingly a larger and larger issue because that 15-week, 14-week, 13-week, whatever weeks are thrown out there, chemical abortifacients, uh, the majority of abortions are going to be done within that time Hey, that's it for this episode of the podcast. I hope that you are subscribing to this podcast so you never miss an episode. And I hope that when you're listening to this, if you like it, you give us a review, pass it along, recommend it to your friends, share it on your social networks. Never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow. Thanks for listening to the official podcast of the Love Times Two Project. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow. Are you looking for the perfect speaker for your next event or conference? Look no further than the new Love Times 2 Speakers Bureau, your go-to source for great pro-life speakers. We have a roster of renowned experts who can inspire, educate, and entertain your audience. Our speakers are ready to unleash their expertise and make your event a resounding success. Scheduling a pro-life speaker has never been easier. Visit lovetimes2.org speakers and schedule your speaker today.